1: And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, head pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon.
0: Before I take off, we are in the month of love, which I told you, um, because I'm making specifically the month useful. And um, I was speaking in the month of February about issues of love, about the family, about um, how we should be able to live and conduct ourselves as far as marriage and relationship is concerned, it is one area that most of us overlooks. But it's also one area that is so dangerous that if it is not well tackled, it creates a lot of challenges. Um most people have potentials. If I say most people, God created man and put potential in man. But a lot of people have short lived those potentials because of wrong choices. Or because of marital challenges and stress. Reason is that they never thought that this is how the whole thing looks like. They were ill-prepared and they were ill-informed. And anytime you are ill-prepared and you are ill-informed, it doesn't matter what potentials or good intentions you may have. You will enter into something and you mess yourself up. Nobody enters like that can't have a proverb that says that nobody marries his enemy. Everybody marries his loved one. I mean, no matter what you can describe it, before somebody tells you I love you, no matter what intentions, he has something they truly really call love. But then why do we then at the end of the day have challenges and these things doesn't work out the way it's supposed to be? It means that there is something wrong somewhere. And the truth is that when the same account says that if you don't place something where it's supposed to be placed, it will fall off. Amen. So if you are supposed to place like this work clock or the clock I have here in the place where it's supposed to be and it hangs loosely, it will definitely fall off. It will fall off because... There is something called gravity which is acting on the object, And something needs to hold it. But if the thing is not there, it will fall. It is not that it wants to fall but the foundation is not there to hold it. And naturally, if your marriage relationship also is not grounded well with information, with understanding, no matter how good you are, no matter how you want the thing to work, it can never work. Can I hear an amen? So I decided that Within this month of February, we should travel through memory lane, refresh our mind on our choices, understand what it means about the institution of marriage, which is the oldest institution as far as God's creation is concerned, and then understand what it is for us so that we can deal with it. I've been speaking on this book for the last three days. On Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Wednesday, we have a lawyer coming into the house and he came to speak to us. On the issue of marriage and the law, he dealt into areas of divorce and how we should be able to understand and what constitutes divorce and what the law says, and, and, and all that. And we were really really blessed. And then I continued on Thursday and spoke on the conflict challenge in marriage, sorry, in marriage relationship, which has to do with people's misunderstanding of their roles in the marriage. The man and the woman are all unique people and they are in marriage. But as they are in marriage, they have a role to play. When a coach has a team, the players on the field are playing according to the role that the coach has given them. If the coach will win the match, it depends on the faithfulness of the role the players are playing. If they fail, they cannot win. It doesn't matter what players they have on the field. In the same vein, God who created us created roles for us. And if we don't play our roles very well, we will have challenges in our lives. Both personal, external, and domestic. Are you there with me? So we can fast and we can pray. God can help us. But if we don't get our roles well, we would create chaos in the marital relationship that we are in. So I spoke extensively on the roles that we are supposed to know as a woman and as a man. But I spoke more on the man. I have finished with the man's role. And I will be doing the final one on the Women's Row next week Sunday. Amen. So, if you want to follow me, you just get the CDs and the messages to listen to it. So that you can address yourself with it. My advice is that don't think you have arrived in marriage. So, make every effort and get those messages. Listen to them. Because one of the things that the Holy Spirit ministered to me so many years ago is that I should not despise anything called counsel or anything that I would think is foolish. That even in the foolishness of statement is wisdom. And that is how I've learned over my life. So I learned from everything. From children to animals to readings behind cars to people's lifestyle. I observe. Observation is a critical thing in my life. I ask questions a lot. It has helped to mature me and grace me with the wisdom God has given me to move on with my life. And I've learned that this is true of God. He says to me again that if you don't respect your coins, you cannot have your cities. Every man works or works with certain principles or certain truths and secrets. But I'm just giving you a few of mine. So I want you to take advantage of the moment because you see what you see out there called love on the screens are not love. They are acting or staging love. But love issues are real issues. They are matters of the heart. So Bible says that guide your heart because out of it comes the issues of life. Love can be beautiful. Like fire. Have you seen fire before? Do you know fire is very beautiful? Oh, have you seen flames of fire? Do you know it's very beautiful? If you take a knife out of fire, the red, it looks very nice. But the same way, if you don't handle it well, if you're supposed to hold the tip and you hold the whole matter, what will happen? It will burn you. That is how love is. Love can be painful, and it can be enjoyable depending upon how you understand it and you play it. So before I continue with this journey, I want us to, if my team is ready, and they are, I would like us to watch a funny but a very important clip. That's as part of my curiosity and research. Um, I research a lot. I research into anything and everything. I want you to just glance this quickly and then I'll come back to finish my presentation on the marriage shoe. If that is okay, let's
2: roll. I just want someone, I just want you to pray for me because I want to get married. So, Pastor, I would like you to pray for me because. You know, I, I really want to get married. I, I'm crazy about it. And I just want someone, I just want you to pray for me because I want to get married. Please. So, okay. I'll pray for you to find someone to marry. But before, let me ask you some questions. Are you currently employed? Uh, no. But you're studying, right? Um, no. Um, do you have any savings, any investment? Uh, No, no, no. Uh, Do you own any property? Are you a homeowner? Mm, No. Okay. Okay. Fine. We'll, We'll pray right now. Ah, fantastic. Let's pray right now. Thank you, thank you. Close your eyes. My God and my Father, I ask you, deliver your daughters, the women of God, from this idle, good-for-nothing, worthless, work-shy, lazy, loser. They do not deserve to be with a man like Him. And for this reason, I pray, deliver them. Amen.
0: just a teaser to be able to let you understand something. Quickly give me the word of God and then songs of Solomon chapter 2 verse 7 quickly and I will comment more on this thing. He says, I charge you O daughters of Jerusalem by the gazelles or by the doers of the field. Do not step, step up or not awaken love until it pleases. Bottom line, love is a critical thing. You don't try to play love when you are not ready to play love. It is not for children. The question the man of God was asking the gentleman are not just funny, but they are realities or truths of life. Presenting to the church or my teaching on the role of the husband, one of the things we learned is that the husband is a leader of the family. And the husband, the word husband is an Anglo-Saxon word. When I say Anglo, when you are, you are studied English, you realize that the English word we have has what we call root meanings. Or they, they are derived from somewhere. There is British English, there is Scottish English, there are different types of whatever it is. Are you understanding me? But there is always a root meaning of the English language. And the root meaning of the word husband comes from two words, which is a house. And then band, which is B-A-N-D. When you talk of a house, it talks of a structure. It talks of a, a whole institution or something that is in existence. But when you talk of a band, a band is simple, a strip. That put things together. So, if you picture a broom, pieces of brooms, put them together, you tie them with a rope. That rope that you use to tie them becomes the band that is holding the broom together. And whilst the brooms are together, like we all know, the proverb says that when the broom is single, you can break. But when it is together, it is difficult to break. That is unity, isn't it? Okay. Now, it means, therefore, that the man as a leader in the family should be that personality that is able to hold the family together. So, if you are a man and you want to marry and be a house band, then you should have the quality and the ability to hold your family together, irrespective of. Take note of the word I use here. Irrespective of. There are no ifs. There are no buts. Irrespective of. In other words, it might not be a very perfect thing, but you should be able to do it because that is your responsibility. First, as a man, Not the trousers you are wearing. And not your biological features. But your role is critical. To hold it together. That is why God considers you as the priest of the house. And so you should also know where you are going. To be able to allow somebody to lead the person. So I demonstrated to them that. The man leads, the woman follows. Amen. And because the man knows where he is going. The woman is following because he trusts that the man will take me to where I want to also get to. Because the woman's dream and the woman's vision is connected now to the man. But if the man cannot even take care of himself and does not really know where he is going, how can he take somebody to say, I am leading you to fulfill also your dream to get there? So you realize that when the woman sees that the man is not capable, the man falls out of line. In military or in marching, when he falls out of line, it becomes a problem which confuses the parade. Because you need to fall, be in line. That is why when you get to there, before the commander will take over, he will speak and then cause them to fall in line. So if somebody is out of line, he quickly will come and be in line. Because you need to be at the direct back of the person to see his forehead. It's simple. And whilst you are marching, you have to be in line. In the expression of God of honor, when you are out of line, you'll be queried. In fact, you can even be put in a guard room and be disciplined. Your uniform, your dress, how sharp and everything, your bathroom, and all those things are checked. So the same thing is with the Marriage. The man should be in front and the woman should be in line. It doesn't mean the woman doesn't know where she's going. She knows it, but she's trusting the man. Now let's get there. But if the man doesn't know where they are going, the woman will move out and come to the side. That is where you find that in every marriage there is confusion because we have not learned to follow. We are competing with each other. Now the woman and the man begins to compete instead of complementing each other. The woman, according to Genesis, God says, should be the help meet is she's in to help the man and not compete with the man. But if the man doesn't know where he's going, the woman automatically will compete. Because I cannot wait for you to waste all of us our time. Are you there with me? So men, here, give me a wave. Like a gentleman's story. You are not working. You are not educating yourself. You don't have a service. You don't have anything you can lay your hands on. And yet you want to embark on the journey of marriage. And that is the problem with a lot of us. And ironically, most of our ladies, I don't know what is wrong with this generation. They get interested with every foolish thing. Believe you me, I'm and I'm very blunt and very straightforward. We can come to some of these things because you see the body of Christ has also not helped us. We are managed to use spirituality to cover real life issues. You can talk about this thing, somebody can tell you that oh, God can perform miracles. When we get to the bridge, I don't have a problem with it. But check through scripture. Bible says that the Lord blesses the work of our hands. You see, sometimes we don't read the Bible well. It says, mark the busy bodies and the idle ones among you. And have nothing to do with them. That's what the Bible says. Men who work among you and you are not working. Not even they are washing car at the. You see, when even you don't have anything doing and you are even washing car at the washing bay, God can connect you to somebody who will move you to the next level. (laughs) Are you even selling PK or selling something by the roadside? This work. Somebody in the traffic can locate you and help you to do something. Because Abraham Atta was selling by the roadside. And he was picked by the roadside and today is a Hollywood star. Can you imagine if he was in the house sleeping? Small boy, he was not doing anything. Will he be a star today? Hello. I got the best of my jobs when I was working at the hotel. Seven. A whole CEO of a, a, a big company, I will not mention it, walked into the place and was starving and I need to be able to meet him to talk to him. The way I spoke to him and handled him, he said, no, the way you, you speak and your confidence level and your presentation, and your English and your construction, you don't need to work here. Come and be my personal assistant. I didn't attend any interview. I got the job straightforward. Receiving higher than what, twice what I was earning at the hotel then. So you need to be able to do something. Out of it, God blesses you. God does not bless idle hands. Don't tell me I'm fighting and praying and you are not working and you believe that God will bless me. Even if God bless you, you can't handle it. So lady, when a gentleman comes to you and says I love you, it's good. But asking, what do you do for a living? What are your plans in life? Marriage is a serious business. And you, the man and the woman, when you go proposing to the lady, don't just get excited about her back and her color and the way she will catwalk and slunk because the dust surely will settle. And when the dust settles then you will understand that the reality is there. Yesterday I gave a demonstration. How many of you have ever chewed gum before? When you buy the gum and you unwrap it and put it in your mouth does it taste bitter? It tastes sweet, isn't it? That is how it is from the beginning. Some of us are being moved in because of the sex pleasure, I can't wait. You are burning. Fire is where to burning on my people. So you are shaking. He said, "When I, anytime I see you, then then I'm melting." The thing is that it is not love; it's lust, and the lust will make you be shaking. What, he said, "You see." You are the one I'm even thinking of. I just thought of you and you came to mind. And, and, and throughout the night, guess what? Do you know what I'm going through? I'm having, I'm having some, some, some challenges in my... I can't even sleep. I'm just tossing in my bed. Because you, you come to mind. I love you. And, and then you are just sending flowers and chocolate. It is good. It is part of the romantic journey. But beyond it is a reality of life. When you start chewing the gum, it's sweet. But at a certain time, the taste disappears. Now you have to do with the tasteless gum. The same thing with marriage. Beginning, look sweet. As the dust begins to settle. Now you now have to generate. eh? You now have to again regenerate. Spice. Stare. Revive. That sweetness again. And that is where a lot plateau. And then they begin to nosedive, Because they have not prepared themselves and they don't understand how to revive our love again. Every love can grow cold. You have to find a way to revive it and to keep it working and to keep it going. If you don't understand it, you have a challenge the rest of your life. Can I hear an amen? amen? So, it's important that you should be able to have your vision in place. Any man that wants to marry, you have to have a personal vision. Not a corporate vision. Have a co- personal vision. Have a personal vision. Fil- vision is you, 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 where you want to get to in life. Ask somebody, do you really know where you want to get to in life? You need to have a personal mission statement. Whether you be a man or a woman. That is how I want to get to where I want to get to. The how is important. It is not only knowing where I'm going, but how can I get there? And then you need to have a philosophy of life. These are principles by which you live by. That when people close their eyes, then they ask them, who is this? They can tell you. In the book of Genesis chapter 18, God comes on the scene and wanted to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And before he could do it, he visited Abraham. You know the story already. And when he visited Abraham, he said one thing. After they were leaving Abraham to enter into Sodom and Gomorrah. He said, I know He said, for I have known him in order that he may command his children and his household after him. That they keep the way of the Lord to do righteousness and justice. That the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has spoken to him. God is testifying about Abraham. That Abraham is a true family leader. That anything is going to reveal to him. He knows that Abraham one day will also make his family to follow. Because Abraham has a vision as a mission and as a philosophy so God can vouch for him anybody sitting here can God vouch for you that you have some kind of a discipline that you are taking into the marriage most people are in discipline but yet they want to marry and believe you me societal challenges we are having is that we now have families husband and wife who themselves need to be trained. But by virtue of they think they are grown and they are working and they have a car and they have money in their account and all those things, they married. And they're giving birth. And they, so what training do they give to the children? Nothing. So families are suffering. These children also will grow and they will marry. There are most people today in the marriage, they can't even change the nappies of the types of their child. If the child is crying at the midnight hour, they don't even know what they can do. Parenting. The parent herself or himself doesn't know parenting. How can he teach the child parenting? So we are having chaos. A lot of indiscipline. I was telling the church that I don't know whether you saw it. It went viral. A child who is about three, between three to five years has been recorded with profanity. He's speaking profane. And then he is doing this. I mean, all kinds of profane talking. And they've recorded him. And they are sending it. Yet, in other jurisdictions, they are recording their children. Singing. Preaching. Doing something that tomorrow will end the money. And they are encouraging them. What is wrong with us? If I ask you right now, somebody say, Pastor, I want to marry. I want to marry. And sometimes when you ask them, why do you want to marry? They don't even know why they want to marry. And and, and I'm delaying. I'm growing old. And people are laughing at me. And all those things. So if you are marrying because of pressure of the people, why would not you also divorce because of the pressure of the people? Oprah Winfrey says, Oprah Winfrey says, if a man or woman wants you, nothing can keep him or her away. If he or she doesn't want you, nothing can make him stay. Stop making excuses for a man or a woman and his behavior. Allow your intuition or your spirit to save you from heartache. Do you agree? Some of you, you are trying to force to keep the man or the woman in the relationship. If the thing is not working, it will not work. Hello? And if you can watch very well before you leap, you will understand certain things better. Because the principle of a man is what keeps the man. It is not otherwise. Sometimes we allow the love to blind us. The gifts. And listen to me if you are here and you are a lady, don't be gullible. Tell somebody, don't be gullible. Don't don't be looking for the gifts. You see, one of the things that disturbs us is that you are going into the relationship and you are looking at what you are going to get. Who pays more? And that is that. the most so I was chatting with my man and saying that nowadays the guys can be with the lady, but when they want to marry, they don't marry that lady. You know why they don't marry? Because the guy sees you. The demands you are making. You, they took you to the restaurant. You are eating. After you eat, you take food for your brother, your sister, your mother, your everything. Take away. Ice cream. Whatever. He will not talk. Picks you to the shop. He said, can you select something for yourself? You went in there. You pick this dress. Match with this shoe. This dress, match with this shoe. This dress, match with this shoe. The guy can't stop you. He managed to pay. But the next time, he's calculating. Charlie, the guys of today are smart to if you don't know, I'm telling you. Proverbs "Say cut your throat when you sit before the elders and you are eating. In other words, slow down your appetite. Even if you need it, pretend you don't need it. I might communicate to somebody here. Every time you're asking and you see hmm, say what wrong? and say you know I need to buy this. I need to buy that. You are making the man the investment chamber of your life. And you carry that same attitude into the marriage. All that you know is demanding. Asking. 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 What is your contribution in the marriage? Hello? How oh, are you here? Or he's getting uncomfortable. There are some women today. All that you know is to be filing your nails. Doing manicure and pedicure and all those things. You want to look good. But you don't want to work. How many men will you change? And see. When will you stop disturbing the pastors and stop blaming your parents as witches and wizards? Without you considering your own attitude. Because the more demands you make, (laughs) the more you pay for it. Sometimes we have unrealistic standards. You have to be measurable in your standard. So therefore, before you pick any shoe, those of you who have missed that part, you can go and look for the beginning of before you pick any shoe, which is the marriage shoe. And I said, a marriage shoe can either be what bigger than your feet, you will drag it all your years, or it can pain you and you can't tell anybody, or it can be your own size. That is compatibility. You are together and you are compatible. Amen. The important thing here is this when you are going to get this man or woman to marry. Or which is the shoe, you have to ask yourself these questions. First, where is this shoe made from? The make of the shoe is important because the make of the shoe will determine durability. You don't know some shoes from where they are coming from, when you even buy it and you bend it will break in the middle. Sometimes you can be, wear- have you met somebody wearing shoes and looking nice before you know, whom? it has disconnect. <laughs> Amen. There are a lot of disconnection shoes. Disconnect marriages. <laughs> you, you took it early, but you realize that the thing has disconnect. So you have to be able to check. I'm not advertising for any country or any nation, so I will not talk about where you get the best shoes. Amen. When, when we're growing up and anything goes, we pick anything at all away. But at a certain time now when I'm going to buy a shoe I look at the make and the make of the shoe very well because I want the shoe to last longer. Amen. So that I will not be spending money more. But if you don't take your time to look at the make very well, you'll be buying and sometimes you go and buy a cheap shoe but it costs you. Because you think it's not expensive. Let me buy it. But in the long run the the frustration that shoe will cost you cannot be compared with buying a very good shoe that is expensive which can last for so many years. Am I communicating? There are some shoes that you bought or you have that you bought for a very long time. Anytime you wear it, people thought it's new. And there are some shoes today. You bought them not long ago. But you realize that when you look at that shoe. It is already hit. And everything. The, the, the shoe has started dislocating. And discoloring. Yet you say. "Ah!" So it's important for you to be careful. To know the background. Where the shoe is coming from. So, any woman and any man you want to marry, don't be in a hurry. Investigate. Let somebody investigate. How many married couples are here? When you were marrying your wife or your husband, you took your time to investigate him or her? Give me a wave. Be sure. Be honest. We are before God. How many of you didn't do that? You are married. Give me a wave. Some people are not even confident to lift up their eyes. You see, sometimes people come to me and they feel I don't understand them. Don't joke with me. I'm a very contemporary guy. I have walked a long distance. Don't let the size of my body deceive you. I've been around for a long time. It is just the beauty of God that has kept me. for one reason or the other, I thank God for whatever God took me through and where he made me to live and to grow up. Certain things I went through and did, I'm not proud of them. But today, God knew I was going to be a pastor tomorrow. So he made me went through those things so that I can be in a better position to advise somebody. Hello? When I look at your behavior, I know what you are doing. Because I've been there. It is passed by the message of God that we stand where we are standing today. So when I sit down and you come to me and you are talking to me and I tell you, Charlie, this journey you are going is not going to help you. Listen to me and you doubt it and you step in. You will never return well. And I was telling the church that many people are counseled and I gave them advice that, look, don't enter into this relationship. Don't go into this marriage. And they listen to me. It has helped them. Those that I told them, go into it. And they really went into it. I can vouch for you that by the grace of God, their marriage is intact and they are enjoying their marriage and I'm benefiting from it. Because for where I sit, I'm not gullible. I don't need anything from you. I will just want your well pin, And you know me already. I treat both the rich and the poor equally. I don't discriminate with anybody. So what will I gain to deceive you from not going to marry the man you want to marry or the woman you want to marry? But you see, when you become selfish, you always go and carry things you don't want. And when you, later you come to me and you are talking about divorce, I will not, because it's your decision. I can't tell you go and divorce. Because God hates divorce. But now that you are not in, make here where the sun is shining.
1: Thank you very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple East Legon. We know you've been blessed by God's Word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceestagon.com or email to Yahweh Temple ICGC at gmail.com or call us on 057 2260 434 or 057 2260 435. You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. On Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service. And Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you.
0: And my Lord with you I know I'm covered No great